It's 2024. Let's take a quick look back at 2023 and just kind of see what we got into. This week on Dropping Sunday. Hey, hey, welcome to Dropping Sunday. I'm one of your hosts, Seth. And I'm your other host, Andrea. If this is your first time around here, we're so excited to have you. Happy New Year! Happy New Year! Just a couple of notes. We're not here to tick you off. We're also not here to get you saved, although either of those things could happen. And if they do, we want to know about it. Yes, this is a podcast by Christians for Christians, but you don't have to believe to belong. You can join the conversation at Dropping Sunday and all the things. You can support the show financially at patreon.com slash dropping Sunday. You could also support the supporters by wearing our merchandise and you get something out of it too we're using you know drinking coffee cups or stickers you can do all that stuff droppingsunday.com slash work hey andrea happy new year and how's your heart it is wonderful yeah yeah um so through the power of time travel yeah time travel is weird bro i am in las vegas right now yeah working when this drops say more words because i like some (laughs) Because the way side, it sounds, it's, it's my new side hustle for 2024. Uh, no, I am. Uh, I'm working for at the Consumer Electronics Show, getting set up for that. That's so cool. Yeah. That's where they come out with like all of the uh, like, hey, these are the tech things that are going to destroy the world, right? Yeah, 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 yeah that's that are going to awesome. rule the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the thing is, I work. Uh, I work a, uh, for a booth that is not at the convention center, okay. so. Th- so this is the biggest show in the country yeah. every year. Yeah. It happens in January in Las Vegas every year. And this is my second time to work uh, this show. And it completely takes over the Las Vegas Convention Center, yeah. which is the biggest convention center in the country. Yeah. And, but it also takes over like five hotels. And I'm at one of the hotels. Got so, uh, so you're I'm, on the B team. I'm right? on the B. Well, well, except that this booth is, uh, it's our it's the biggest, uh, it brings in the most revenue of the entire yeah. show yeah. for us. Well, so it's a big deal. It's a lot of fun. Um, I went last year. The problem is that I'm here for like two and a half weeks. Yeah. It was good seeing you. Yeah. So uh, happy new year. Well, let's new let's year. look back at last year mm-hmm. and kind of talk about some of our favorites of 2023. Yeah. Uh, we, uh, we are not going to do a full kind of recap of 2023 because it's depressing. It um, was a rough year, you guys. It was, it was uh, very, it was very hard. Um, just high level stuff. There wasn't a single area of our lives that the Johnson family lives that weren't affected, mm-hmm. uh, whether it be from deaths and families, friends, um, those types of things. We had uh, our church went through an overhaul. The kids' school went through an overhaul. Our you know nuclear family went mm-hmm. through an overhaul. Just a lot of stuff that kind of happened. Change, yep. And so uh, there was a couple of things that were like just that looking back, like, hey, these are the highlights of the year. So let's talk about them, shall yeah, we? Okay, so let's talk about movies. What movies did you love this year? So I have, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to admit something yeah. on this podcast that I've, I've started to uh, admit to a couple of people in real life um, hesitantly because I think that it's going to make people ask questions about me i i've said this before i love end of the world type movies yeah okay great so like 2012 is as in one of the movies that came sure. out and day after tomorrow yeah i love those things uh well there is a new san andreas san andreas yes love it come on the rock let's go um but i 
I, I don't know why. I don't, I don't know what it is. I think, I think there's a part of me that always says, what would I do in those types of situations? Right. And, and let's be honest, uh you would die a miserable death. Oh, sure. (laughs) Yeah. 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 (laughs) But I also like, I don't understand the people who have like in, cause I even like some zombie movies. I'm very particular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't necessarily want a horror movie, but I do, I do like apocalyptic type movies. Sure. Um, but I also, I don't, I always wonder about these people who have such a will to live yeah. in these movies. And I go, I just, just let me die and go to heaven. You know, I don't, I don't need to live. Sure. Cause what the world's not going to get better after right. this. That's right. Um, <clears throat> anyway, so I watched a movie and I'm not necessarily recommending it, but okay. I'm not not recommending it. Okay. Okay. And both of the movies, I have two movies on my list. Oh gosh. Only two. Okay. I feel bad. And well, one of them came out this year. One of them came out a few years ago, but I just watched it this year. Yeah. And they're both into the world movies. Okay. Um, so the first one is called, it's dumb. It is, it came out in 2020. It's called, uh, love and monsters. Okay. It's the name of it. And I know that sounds weird. Um, but it is about, about this guy who uh it's seven there's there's a monster apocalypse (laughs) i don't remember exactly how it happened but something weird happened on the planet and all of like like the small bugs that we may not love but we are not necessarily afraid of because they can't really hurt us ladybugs you know ladybugs caterpillars ants sure all those things something happens to them and they all become gigantic monsters (laughs) And so now they can all kill you because they're huge. And so all of the humans had to go underground to get away from these giant monsters. And like frogs are big, like, like we're talking massive, like dinosaur size. Um, And so he is, his name is Joel and he leaves his uh, cozy underground bunker to try to reunite with his high school sweetheart. He's now in his, in his twenties and he's, Anyway, it it is so stupid, but had like it really had some like sweet moments and really funny. Okay, and it just it's just kind of hilarious because it's such a dumb movie, but I really enjoyed it, and it's available on Netflix. Um, and if you like dumb stupid movies like i do okay i've got some dumb movies on mine too so what's your what's your second movie and then i'll give a rundown of mine okay so my second movie on my list um is leave the world behind bro on netflix is that on on your list for sure you guys this movie i i was left a little bit um speechless yeah at the end of it yeah which i think is what they were going for so i just watched it maybe a month ago not even a month ago probably two or three weeks ago and it i had seen some stuff about it um just very high level nothing really in the trenches but it's got it's got julia roberts it's uh, uh, mahershala ali who i love um ethan hawk yeah it's got some big names attached to it. great names to it um, can I tell you another big name that honestly, it's what makes the movie even scarier for me. It's the name of one of the executive producers, uh-huh. Barack and Michelle Obama. Yeah. Because it means that they know this can happen. 
if you haven't seen this movie yet, do it. Yeah. Do it. Um, it speaks not only to, um, not only to like the end of the world, but also to how the fact that Gen Z is completely oblivious to the world falling apart because all they care about is their next entertainment fix, mm -hmm. even if it's binge watching something from the past. Mm -hmm. And so um, with the little girl wanting to like literally, I mean, I can't spoil the end of this no, movie. Don't, I can't don't, spoil the end of this movie. That. But uh, she does spend the entire movie just wanting to see how Friends ends. Mm -hmm. And it's it's amazing. It, yeah. It's amazing. It's it's a hard watch. Yeah. It is it is rated R. Let me go ahead and throw that out there. Yeah. There's language. There's uh, some other things. Um, it is very... It, it draws you in in a way that I was not expecting. Yeah. I, I did not expect it to be that kind of movie. Yeah. Um, okay, so movies that I've really enjoyed this year. Also, not saying that you should watch all of these. The first one's called The Machine. It's Burt Kreischer, um, the stand-up comedian, kind of acting out his bit from when he was in college and went to Russia and joined the mafia. And um, it is definitely rated R. Uh -huh. And so if, if you are all concerned about anything, this has all of the things. Mm. Whatever, whatever you think could be rated R for, it's that. It has it. <laughs> so, so don't watch it if you're if you're sensitive to that. Also, another movie that's rated R that was a lot of fun to watch. By the way, that one was fun to watch because it was just me alone in a theater in Memphis, <laughs> and I was the only person in the theater, <laughs> and I was I laughed out loud so many times by my stinking self. So, mm -hmm. um, the other thing is uh, the other one that was a lot of fun to watch was Cocaine Bear. Um, <laughs> Uh, this is based on a true story. By the way, that's based on a true story. The machine's uh -huh. based on a true story. Cocaine Bear, also based on a true story of a bear that found some um, some illegal, like a, a like a block of cocaine that somebody threw out of a plane and um, snorted it and then got all doped up and was like attacking people as Cocaine Bear. That's a true story. Um, so that happened. So that Unreal. was that was a lot of fun as well. Another fun one that's completely stupid completely stupid uh -huh. pg-13 slaughterhouse this is a slaughterhouse movie where the the murderer is a sloth it is uh it, it's a lot of fun it's a it's a lot of fun um if you're looking for things that are a little bit more family friendly mm -hmm. uh, i'll tell you i went and saw hunger games the ballad of songbirds and snakes oh, with with jill and that was a lot of fun because yep. she had just finished reading the hunger game series mm. so she hadn't had a chance to read the the prequel yet but that yeah. was okay. I um, want to read. I want to read the prequel before I watch the movie. So yeah, yeah. I because that's I, how I did all of the. I, the I agree. Movie's very close to the book. Mm -hmm. Very very enjoyable. Um, I went with Jonathan to see Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: mm. Mutant Mayhem. Yeah. And if you are in your forties and you remember the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, this is a good time. Oh. Fun. It is a fun movie to watch. It is a good time movie. Seth Rogen is one of the executive uh, producers and he's also one of the voice actors mm -hmm. and he is anything that he touches that is part of his childhood. He does really, really yeah. well. Um, okay. Two Disney movies that you have to see if you haven't seen them already. The Little Mermaid. So good. I did love that one. So I forgot good. I saw that in the theater. And this year's remake of The Haunted Mansion. 
Oh, okay. Goodness gracious. It is lights out. One of the, if you are a Disney Parks fan, you will love this movie. It's somewhat scary, but like Jonathan saw it in the theater at, at, you know, nine years old, I think. And or no, he was 10 already. And he was just grinning from ear to ear, mm-hmm. like scared and smiling. Yeah. That's what you want to see. A little kid who can be both scared and smile. That that's Haunted Mansion. Also, I'm kind of ashamed of you for my last movie pick. Okay. Jesus Revolution. Yeah. It's a great movie. It is a great it's movie. It's a great we reviewed it on here. One of the best. It is. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. it's a great one. Yeah. Um that's that's another one. You know, sometimes when I'm getting down to the I need to make better notes of movies as I watch them because I tend to forget. Sure. Um, but another one, I did want to do a quick shout out because I love um musicals, which I know a couple weeks ago when we were talking about Christmas yeah. musicals. Um, I love musicals. I love Broadway. I love opera. I love I love those things. Um, and I went with a couple of friends uh, back in December and saw the Waitress musical Pro Shot. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is where they take. Yeah. It's not. It's not a remake. It's not a live action. It's not a movie. No. They take. They film a pro shot of the Broadway musical. Uh, they've done Newsies that way. They've done Hamilton. They've done a lot of them. Um, Newsies is probably my top favorite. I saw it three times in the theater. Right. Love it so much. Uh, the Waitress uh, musical is so good. That's great. It is so good. If you, I think they were doing a very limited release, but if they ever, uh, or theater release, but if they ever release that you and julie should watch it okay. the music is great have you ever seen waitress or listen no, to the I ha- music i never have but sarah Bareilles, right sarah Bareilles God, writes yeah, it Bareilles. she sings it um and she's incredible she is I, like i knew she was yeah but this really drove home for me how how good she was yeah she's fantastic i mean unbelievable well, that's a great transition into music so what kind of music in 2023 was Top notch. There was a lot of good a music. A lot of this good year. music. I really had to narrow this one down. Yeah. So I'll, I, I'm only going to play one audio clip, but I'll I'll play as many as you want. <laughs> well, me. I have I only I put two albums. Okay. On my favorites. Okay. Now there was a lot of good music that came out this year. Um, we talked about some throughout the year. Obviously, Kirk Franklin had some that came yep. out. Um, Elevation, Maverick City, all of them. Here are my top two. Okay. My first one was uh, Anna Golden, her album Church. On mine. It's on my list. It is it's so on my good. list. So stinking good. And when she gives her, sorry. No, no, go ahead. I will stop. No, Because go ahead. I will take over. Go ahead. No. no, no, for you. Serve. I will serve. Here's the thing, guys. If you have, have ever been in church and experienced any kind of um, hurt or uh, pain, from something that has happened in church. No, it, I don't care what it is. Yeah. Listen to this album because yeah. it is, we've talked about this before about deconstruction and yeah. how it was very trendy. 2023, it was a very trendy word. Yeah. The last few years it has been. And there's nothing wrong with deconstruction. Nope. As long as there's reconstruction on the end of it. That's right. And that's what this album is yeah. for her. And, you know, I don't, fully know her story as far as where all of this came from Mm -hmm. um but between between anna golden's album church and uh cory asbury's pioneer those two that those two albums are about reconstruction yes of your faith yeah 
and I you've picked great albums. Loved them. You picked great albums. I'm going to add um, that I discovered Elevation Rhythm this year, mm-hmm. uh, and have had a lot of fun. Yeah, it's a that that. So you're you're a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually have one more, but go ahead. Well, you no, tell yours. No, okay, you, you do so yours. Just uh, Elevation Rhythm, more mm-hmm. fun. Um, it, it's just it's just a fun fun thing to listen to, and then my other one is um uh, an artist. Uh, by the name of Saint, this is, and I've played mm-hmm. his music before. It's S X X N T, just kind of a lo-fi jam. It's just, it's one of these things where it's like it's worship. All of his stuff, all of his stuff is worship, but it is done in this real cool lo-fi way. Mm-hmm. And uh, just a nice, fresh take on it. It's been it's been good. Um, I keep playing this for Jill, hoping that she'll take it and like do a dance for, uh-huh. for like fine arts, whatever. Okay, your your other one. So my other my other one, which I don't think this will be a surprise to anyone, was Natalie Grant's Seasons album. Cool, we'll move on. And, and here's then- shut up. And here's <laughs> here's why. Because I want to I want to say when I was talking about Anna Golden and Corey Asbury's being reconstruction. Yeah, there are some people who have not had to go through that deconstruction and that's right. fine. Yeah. There's nothing wrong. I'm one of them. I, I haven't gone through it the way that a lot of people in the public have. Sure. And so for me, Natalie Grant's album seasons is, um, it, it kind of is that for me, if that makes sense, because yeah, do you know what I'm saying? I think, I think it's very grounding to your roots. Yes. It's, it's every song is not just like, cause on that album, cause we talked about it mm-hmm. whenever we talked through that album, every song in that album is not just something special for her, but we had memories of that, of yes. that song. As we well. had connections yeah, to right. that song. And you know, she, when she released that album, she was talking about how every song was a different season of her life. Yeah. And, um, what's funny is how many of her seasons corresponded with my seasons. Yeah. And, I'm sorry, but you just, you can't, you can't get anything better than Natalie Grant and Tosh Cobbs Leonard singing Bridge Over Troubled Water. I mean. Can you play a little bit of it? No. Please. Crap. I'll take your. That's pretty great. That's pretty great. It's so good. Yeah. Okay. Gosh. Well, let's talk about, uh, let's move on to the next thing, TV shows. What are your TV shows for this year? Okay. So apparently- and by the way, we should just say TV shows have multiple seasons. So there could be shows that mm-hmm. existed before yeah. that were just this year for you. So yeah. 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 Um, so the two that I have on my list are actually both Apple TV shows. Okay. Now, I, let me say this first. <laughs> I wonder what they're going to be. Go ahead. I already know what one of them is going to be for sure. Do you? Yes. Go ahead. Okay. Um, I'm going to say this first. So I uh, reactivated my Netflix account. Good for you. Know, you know, because we were watching something. What yeah. was it? Oh, the George Foreman movie. Yeah. Huh, that's funny. That didn't make it on our list. Um, I don't think it's funny at all. <laughs> that was sarcasm. But I reacted to Netflix. Oh, thanks for explaining. And, uh, <laughs> and I was not going to keep it. And then I realized that. I love Netflix TV shows. Yeah, they're pretty great. I love foreign TV shows. Oh, like all the like the like the 
K-pop shows? No, okay. like Danish crime shows and British crime shows. I know. Don't look at me like I'm insane. I am. There is a guy, and none of these shows are on my list uh, from Netflix, but there is a guy, I think his name is Harlan Corbin, and he's written a lot of books. And yeah. he's British, and they've taken all of his books and made them into like these limited series TV shows. Okay. And I um I kind of love them. They're okay. Just, they're they're mysteries and some of them are a little psychological and I don't know. It it was um they're really good. I just you know what? I'm they're all the same. To, I'm but. willing to check it out because I'm always looking for a good show that I can turn on in a hotel. And because uh-huh. Netflix is in all the TVs on the hotel, you know, whatever. So that's, I'm always looking for a show that I can turn on and just like, this is what I watch when I travel. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. The, so if you'll send me some of I those, I'll, those. I'll do, just get to Strange Planet already. Strange Planet is not on my list because I haven't watched it yet. Oh, okay. Oh. Because I was saving it to watch with my niece and we have not been able to watch it I understand. It okay. So what are your shows um, that are on Netflix? So on I'm, Apple TV. On Apple TV. Okay. I've got, I've got to give one honorable mention oh, on sure, Netflix. Sure. I'm sorry. And this sorry. is one that you, uh, you do need to watch. It's a BBC one. It's called Inside Man. And it has Stanley Tucci in it, who I oh, adore. I love Stanley And David Tucci. Tennant, who yeah, I adore. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it is totally unhinged. Okay. And it's four episodes. It's a limited series. It's four episodes. It is th- so weird. Okay. Um, Inside Man, you have to watch it. All right. Sounds good. I don't know that everybody else will love it, but I think you would enjoy it. I, I like it. I, I love both of those actors. So great. Um, okay. So my two shows, uh, the first one that I found earlier this year on Apple TV, which is... Uh, came out last year, but I started watching with Severance. So good. It is so good. So good. I cannot wait for the next season to come out if it's going to. Did you get to the point where whenever the season finale happened, you were like, what? Yes. That's where you yes. stop it? And then yeah. a freaking writer strike happened yeah. and everything was put on hold. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so Severance, it is so good. It is so weird. Yeah. It will mess with your brain. Yes. Um, and then my other one that I loved uh, because I love thrillers, mm-hmm. like thriller movies, like action, um, like Taken, all of those. I, yeah. And, and uh, Gerard Butler type movies. Sure. This is a TV show on Apple TV called Hijack. Yeah, Idris Elba. Oh, well, my God. He is not hard to look at, for sure. Um, I, I haven't it. seen it. And the reason is uh-huh. because every time I try to watch it, it's like... I have to get on a plane next week. I don't know that I want to watch a movie <laughs> or a TV show about this. I don't even know what it's about, but it's just called Hijack. I'm not really down for it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not like I watched it. I I watched. I think I binge watched the first three or four episodes, and then I watched the next ones. Yeah. I think there's seven or eight total. Um, like in sure, you know, as they came out, as they were were released, and it's each episode is an hour of real time yeah does that make sense okay. so it's like a seven 24 got it yeah yes yeah and so um gosh i wish that show still existed oh my God. come on jack bauer that one 24 and the west wing those are the two that i wish were still yeah for real yeah um anyway hijack it's it's good it's exciting lots of language it is definitely tv ma um lots of language because well, they're being hijacked. We so. should we should also just kind of point out that most uh, other than like what is clearly worship music, I think it's really interesting. Like our music choices are very, very much faith based because I feel like music is really 
like tight for us. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. I didn't say Dolly Parton's rock star. I just didn't. Yeah. Right. As much as I love it, that's just not one of the big. But like for our escapism, we'll go things that maybe aren't so faith based, and that's I, I don't know if it's okay, but we're just telling you what we like. That's yes. all we're doing. Yes. And you know, when it comes to music, I. I saw a meme the other day that said, uh, if you get in my car, don't expect to be listening to new music because I don't know that stuff. Yeah. And that is very much me. When I'm in my car and like listening to music, I'm listening to stuff that I have known for years. Right. Right. If I have to think about the lyrics, I shouldn't be singing it. Yeah. Um, Okay. So speaking of music, speaking of Apple TV, Schmigadoon. If you haven't seen Schmigadoon, it is so much fun. It is... uh, both seasons, one's Schmigadoon, the second one's Schmicago, but it is phenomenal. Um, it's Can just, I tell you, yeah. every time we do this episode, yeah. you talk about stuff that I have n- never, I, you're making it up. No. Okay, first of all, Andrea, look at me, look at me. Tonight, you need to watch the first episode of Schmigadoon. Okay. Okay. It is a musical world. You will fall in love I'm with it. Done. But it's people. You know, kind of like last week we were talking about uh, the dude that hits his head and he goes back into to, to baby Jesus times. Uh-huh. These are people in the real world and something happens and they go into a musical world. You said Apple TV? Apple TV. Schmigadoon. Schmigadoon. It's like Brigadoon, but uh-huh. Schmigadoon. And then the second season, they go to Chicago. Um, and it's and it's a little more dark and gritty. It's a lot of fun. Um, okay. Also on Apple TV, Shrinking. It's mm, um mm-hmm. yeah, okay that one's the the Harrison Ford one um where uh, it's all about um therapy and yeah. uh this therapist kind of goes off the book and then causes problems with the way he does his therapy. Um also on Apple TV Ted Lasso if you're not watching Ted Lasso oh. you're doing something wrong. And then uh if you're like mysteries but you also like funniness mm-hmm. like a funny mystery if you want a funny mystery um the after party. Okay. The after party has um it has uh, Ben Schwartzman. It's got uh, Tiffany Haddish. It's got mm. some, you know, some of those people in it. So f- really, really good season one and season two, both both really good. I like season one a little bit better. Um, okay, let's, uh, I'm gonna hit some of the other uh, things on Netflix. Um, the show that I put on in the hotel uh-huh. is Suits. And yeah. uh, great, I, I've, I, I honestly just like, let's see what it looks like when a princess acts. And she's real good. Um, <laughs> so So there's that. I think you should leave is a silly sketch comedy show on Netflix and uh, it's, it's bonkers, but it makes me giggle. Um, Then uh, we'll skip past any of those other ones. Um, A documentary that came out this year that we actually reviewed that I I felt was important was the secrets of Hillsong. So I'm just going to bring that up. That that came out this year on Apple TV, the fifth and final season of Marvelous Miss Maisel was, uh, was on. That was a lot of fun. Whoops, slow down there, Path Seth. Marvelous Miss Maisel was on Amazon Prime. Uh, You had mentioned West Wing, so I'll mention that this year I found The Newsroom, which was another Aaron Sorkin thing. It's on on HBO, and it's it's so good. Mm -hmm. It's so good. Uh, Speaking of HBO, Succession, The Last of Us, Winning Time, all of them TVMA. Please don't watch any of these shows. But if you do, <laughs> forget that I'm the one who told you to watch them. Um, we should probably mention The Chosen because it it keeps bringing bangers it, every season. It does. It really does. It's so good. There's a lie. Um, 
big thing on Disney Plus uh, is Loki season two was so good. Mm. And then uh, right now, Percy Jackson, the Percy Jackson season. <laughs> yes. so good. I haven't started it yet, but it's, it's, it's so good. Next on my list. Oh, man, it's so good. Um, knocking it out of the park. Great job, Uncle, Uncle Rick, being in charge of this one. Um, unlike the movies where you signed the rights away just because you needed to kind of sell the book. Uh, this one you're actually in charge of, and it's phenomenal. Okay, all of that are all honorable mentions. Okay. Because my favorite bit of television this year. Uh-huh. Stay with me. I'm scared. WWE. Uh, shocking. The storytelling has been so good this year. I cannot even begin to tell you how happy I am that Vince McMahon is no longer in charge. Um, when they actually let storytellers tell stories, it is so much fun to watch. Things that like I'm, I'm watching CM Punk and Seth Rollins cut a promo on each other. And I'm like, I care about this. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, it's just Absolutely. so good. I do wish that they would do something with the women's tag team belts. Something. I just wish I, that they would know, do something. You know, I've said that for a long time. Yeah, absolutely. But um, <laughs> they have Roman Reigns is the longest running champion of all time. They Shut have, up. Really? Uh, well, a thousand days. He's getting okay. close to it. He's, he's he, very, very long yeah, time. Yeah. Uh, uh, Gunther is the longest reigning intercontinental Not champion. Not Gunther. Gun- yes, Gunther is uh, is there. They they've just made superstar after superstar after superstar. I mean, and I'm super looking forward to later on this month getting to watch the Royal Rumble and just seeing where they take yeah. the story next. Oh, it's gonna it's be so gonna good. Be you can epic. come over and watch it, Andreas. You want to come over and watch it? Well, so that's, we'll talk later. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm not a complete and total idiot. I also read a lot of books this year. So okay. what about you? Any any books I this year? I do not have a book this year. I am a complete and total idiot. <laughs> That's not what I was saying. I was just trying to like lighten up the fact that I was talking so much about TV and WWE. Because um, you listen to a lot of books, right? Yeah, we do a lot of audiobooks yeah. for sure. For I listen sure. to a lot of podcasts. God. Those are my well, then why don't we, snippets. Why, then but tell I'll, me your book. Uh, well, it would be hard for me to narrow it down because um, my goal for this year was to do 23 books in 2023. Okay. Um, I did 53. And so um, the, you can roll your eyes on I one did. Two. It, it, I don't retain most of it. I'm going to have to go back and reread a lot of those. <laughs> but a lot of those are books that my kids were reading for school. So gotcha. I read or books that Jill wanted to read. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't know if this is okay. So I reread the Hunger Games. Mm-hmm. I reread the Divergent series. I, oh, re- yeah. You know, like all th- those types of things. Um, uh, so a lot of it was like rereads of older mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. Um also, uh, in October of this year, I pulled away from a lot of things and mm-hmm. I needed to take a break of a lot of the, uh, and, and just, just the personal development books that I was, yeah. I was reading. Um, by the way, top personal development books of this year, um, the, the Oz principle, five dysfunctions of a team, um, speed of trust. I mean, th- those are probably top three. There's maybe four or five more strength finders was really good. Anyway, um, I read most of the Percy Jackson stuff. So there's like. Are probably fifteen to twenty. Wow. Or Rick Riordan pieces. Yeah. So I mean, just a lot, just yeah. more more than I really should have. So um, so there's that. Podcast wise. Well, I will tell you yes. the book that I'm looking forward to reading. Yes. Um, I've already got it loaded on my Kindle. Is the Heaven and Earth Grocery Store? Mm. It is a uh, the the man who wrote it was he wrote another book that was on in Oprah's book club. And I was at Barnes and Noble uh, several weeks ago before Christmas looking, buying some gifts. And I stopped and looked at this book 
and one of the workers came up to me out of nowhere and was like, it is so good. And so okay. I went ahead and loaded it and I've, I've already got it ready to go. It's, it's going to be my, uh, my flight book. Yeah. Excellent. Well, um, one of the podcasts I've been listening to mm-hmm. a lot is the newest Olympian, which is uh, a podcast about the Percy Jackson books, which. So okay. you've been very much in Percy Jackson world. Yep. Yep. Um, the Basement, which is Tim Ross's podcast, has mm-hmm. uh, has been really good. And then the kind of kind of guilty pleasure find for me podcast wise is The Exorcist Files, where oh. it's um, it's a uh, Catholic priest who is an exorcist and just kind of going through his files and telling stories. Yeah, we and then talked they do about audio- that. Didn't yeah, we? yeah, it's yeah. real, real good. It's really good. Yeah. All right, what are your um, okay? So my podcast um, two that I listened to uh, in the last couple of months, uh, Scamanda. Okay. Which is a story about a woman who started a blog uh, several years ago. Um, I want to say about 2014, um, saying that she had cancer mm. and then everything that came from that. And at the end of it, it was all a big scam. Scamanda. Scamanda. Wow. Wow. Um, it is a roller coaster of a ride. And it's, I want to say, eight episodes. And oh my gosh by the third episode, your mouth will be hanging open. Like how in the world does okay. this happen? I'll listen to it. Um, it was so good. Very well done. <clears throat> the next one that I listened to a very similar story, uh, called believable, the Coco Berthman story. Hmm. It has similar vibes, but it is a girl who came over from, uh, Germany and she had a huge story to tell. She started slowly like letting, she came over to be an au pair and take okay. classes okay. and she was taking classes in Utah and um, she was in her early twenties and she started getting close to some people um, obviously within the Mormon church, the church of Latter-day Saints, um, Utah, big, big thing there. Sure. And um, started telling some of her story that she had been, uh, sex trafficked as a young girl by her mother and her stepfather and all of these things. And her story just kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And it appears at the end of, well, anyway, let me just tell you, got it. It is so good. Okay. I mean, so good. Um, a couple of honorable mentions though. So those are series that yeah. you, um, listen to start to finish. Um, a couple that if you just want something like, like one offs to listen to, uh, the smart list, podcast i love it i love it it is uh not safe for kids there is language they do not bleep any of it out unlike us no i'm just kidding um uh but it's really funny it's a such a great whoa (laughs) calm down calm down andrea um it is really funny jason bateman can do no wrong in my eyes. He is the funniest guy. Um, they also did a Smartless tour mm-hmm. uh, earlier this year, and they did an HBO show, yes. like behind the scenes. That's right. I haven't watched all of it. I've watched a couple of episodes. Hilarious. Yeah. Um, and then finally, uh, another one that I just started uh, listening to, it just started in September, October, is one called Search Engine. So a few years ago, I had Reply All on my list of podcasts. Well, Reply All came to an end in 2022, I believe. And one of the hosts of Reply All, his name is PJ Vote, he started one called Search Engine. Okay. Have you heard of it? Nope. So people send in questions, and they could be totally unhinged, off-the-wall questions. Um, And he takes an episode or two um, to answer them. Wow. And he talks to experts he does research he um is just a journalist and so like 
I've listened to an episode about uh, why don't we eat people? Why is cannibalism wrong? Because um, a little boy asked his mom that, and she goes, "Let's find out." And Wow. It in. And so he, it's a whole history of why cannibalism became this taboo thing. And all of this, it's really interesting. And then other hmm. episodes are, some of them are hard to listen to. Things about um, the drug culture and why uh, drug dealers will cut their cocaine with fentanyl, even mm. though it is going to kill their customers, potentially. Yeah. Um, it's just really interesting. And okay. so for someone who Search I, engine. I love to learn things. Yeah. I love to like get tidbits of information. Noble blood is one of my favorites. Weird brag. Weird. I just do, you know, I've said that before. I'm the kind of person who likes to know things. Remember that? Yes. I, I have. It's, it's your ringtone. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> is it really still? No. Oh, um, anyway, it's just a fun episode. PJ Vogt does a great job. He gets great experts on it, and it's really fun yeah. to listen to Yeah, if you like to know things. If oh. you don't like to know things, then you won't find it a fun. Well, my favorite podcast, though, of the year has actually been dropping Sunday, and I'll say that um, my favorite episode from this year that we did was our live episode. That was really fun. It was so much fun. That's kind of a big hallmark for, for yeah. uh, you know, for me, for us. Um what like did you have another episode that you loved this year um i i loved um the christmas carol cage match i thought it was one of our best episodes uh, yet yeah i agree um also we did um, a two-parter of a new music episode back in october yeah and i just really loved that episode because i thought all of the music was so good. It was it was really nice to have some new music yeah. that came out that was just spot on. Yeah, and I just I don't. And some of the songs, some of the music that we talked about today was was from that. Game, yeah, for sure. because you know music is so important to both of us, yeah. and I think that when we talk about it, we get really passionate about it. And so I just I love to hear that. But I think um, besides our live episode, just because that was so fun yeah. and new and different, the Christmas Carol cage match this year because. Number one, I won. Number two, I followed all of the rules. Yeah, and you came to play. It, it, it definitely. And uh, I found some really happened. great music. You really for did. Christmas Carol you re- you really did. So, what about other things this year? Do you have any other like big takeaways of like, hey, this is, you know, what makes twenty twenty three, you know, net positive or special or anything else like that? Is there anything for you in this year? Um. Well, I got to see Andrea Bocelli in concert this well, year. Oh, that's pretty great. And it was. Um, everything I could have hoped for yeah. and more. Um, he was incredible. And here's the thing about me. I've never been a huge live music girly because um, I get, sometimes I get a little sensory overload with crowds and with music that's really loud. I mm-hmm. don't, I don't listen to my music in my car, like blaring. I just don't. I like, I keep things pretty moderate. Um, and so I've always been a little shy of um a little, a little wary of going to live music because sometimes it is just sensory overload. Um, but I went to see Andrea Bocelli in at the American Airlines Center, and I have decided that 2024 I'm going to go to more live music events. I like that. So I've got uh, Dan and Shay is coming in March cool. to the Dickies Arena with Ben Rector. Nice. Who is so good. Yeah. And if you don't follow him on TikTok, so fun. you should. He's so fun. Um, Chicago is coming to Dickies in Schmacago. August. Chicago, And they're coming with Earth, Wind, and Fire. That'd be fun. I Listen, Why that not? is right up my alley. Yeah. So um, I'm looking forward to 2024 um, 
just some fun things happening. That'd be, that's great. So what about you? Any, I know this has been a rough year. It has, it has, but there are some, some positives here that have happened. Um, one of the things uh, we're going to get back to the Percy Jackson, Rick Riordan thing is that in one of his series, um, the uh, it's a series based on uh, the, the character Apollo, the God mm-hmm. Apollo and the title of every one of his chapters was a haiku. Oh, and I was like, right. that's really, really strange. And this year was the year that I did the haiku challenge. And every day for the month of May, um, wrote a haiku and posted mm-hmm. it. And it was just, it was something to break the the craziness of just like, okay, here here's this mm-hmm. that's going on. Um, also uh, in May was uh, mine and Julie's 20th anniversary. Yes. We celebrated that on a cruise. Um, she and I got to go and... Uh, and with the family and some friends and, and renew our vows. And so that, uh, was very, very special time. Uh, got back in therapy this year. Super helpful. (laughs) Um, high on the list, (laughs) real high on the list should have been number one with a bullet. Um, but, uh, but the other thing that's really taken up a lot of the time was, uh, I was inspired by, um, my previous podcast host, co-host, uh, Eric Wetley from the Cold Coffee Podcast, uh, when I met his wife, we were talking about different things, and she is a runner, and she challenged herself to do 12 half marathons in a year, mm-hmm. and I was like, that's awesome. Um, I kind of love that idea, and so I, I thought, okay, you know what? I'm also a marketing guy. I'm I went 13, 13, 13, right? Half marathons, 13 miles. Let's do 13 of those in 13 months. Mm-hmm. That, that was kind of the, uh, the, the overall idea. Um, and so 13, 13, 13 challenge. Um, so since last January, um, I have done nine half marathons. And at the time that this comes out, my alarm is going off. Mm-hmm on on this day uh to go run my fourth full marathon this year giving me 13 races of 13 miles or more um this uh this year it's 13 my, months yeah in, in the past 13 months and so um you know it's it it's at disney so mm-hmm. i'm in disney right now the, the when this comes out i am there by myself my family is not happy with me um but they didn't run those races with me i'm also i'm also not going to disney like i'm right. not i'm not going to the parks i'm not mm-hmm. going shopping i'm not doing any of those things i'm not riding rides i'm running through so if they want to come with me next year they can but they're mm-hmm. going to have to run it with me you know so um i don't think i'll do this again i don't like it anymore um so so that was kind of a, yeah. a big thing uh i don't have any new year's resolutions kind of set just yeah. yet at the time of recording um but i'll go to more live music with you if you'll go to a live wrestling match with me let's All get right into, let's let, do it let's get into the b you won't actually oh, go what are you doing not the bees Parents take Gen Z, sorry, uh, this is funny. Parents take Gen Z kid who doesn't have anxiety or depression to therapists to find out what's wrong. Um, oh my word! There's so much reasons to yeah. have it. So to find somebody that's well-rounded is kind of a kind of a surprise. Uh, therapy is a uh, is a first world uh, like benefit. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, it's a uh, it's uh, it's something that if you can do, you should do. But it, that just made me laugh that because the you started therapy yeah yeah, yeah. just this idea of like you know 
You um, don't have anything wrong? Let me talk to your therapist find out. Yeah, why. surely you do. Um, can I, I was having this conversation uh, with my coworker the other day talking about um, anxiety and depression. And here's the thing. Here's the conclusion that I've come to. Um, we are not supposed to take on, take in this much news. Correct. Um, it is like a waterfall yeah. of, of bad news yeah. from around the world and we get it in real time. There's yeah. no, there's, it's no wonder that we all have anxiety and depression and sad, overwhelming sadness yeah. because here's the thing. And we like, we watch what's happening around the world everywhere in real time. And we're seeing um, things that we want to try to fix and want to try to do something about. And we kind of feel like our hands are tied. Yeah. And, you know, 20 years ago, 30 years ago, we were getting some of this news delayed. We weren't, you know, even if you watch news and, and my mom has always been a big one to watch the news and she watches, you know, channel eight news at 10 and news at six. She, I used to make fun of her for how much news she watched, but we were getting, we weren't getting news in real time. So, I'm not saying that this is going to fix everyone's anxiety and depression, but I am going to say, take a break. Yeah. I mean, I mean, for real, I've, I've definitely had to take a break from watching news because news has become not information, but recreational outrage. Yeah. That's what it is. It's whatever your, whatever your team is, you're going to watch that news. And then, so you live in a place of, of anger Mm -hmm. and anxiety because what might happen, what are they going to do? You know? And then, really nothing ever changes so that feeds your hopelessness and so that kind of leads to a lot of things there and not just news but social media yeah because that's all Uh, that's all you're getting it's been phenomenal sabbathing from social media Uh, i literally only sign on to post stuff about races yeah (laughs) and it's 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 okay you know i it's okay to curate if you you know you don't have to get off social media completely if you i'm not i'm i'm on social media but i also curate what i what i watch and i'm not ignorant to what's happening in the world i'm i'm a self-aware and observant and and sure i i know what's going on but i also am not going to subject myself to um a a deluge of news that i can't do anything about so I'll give then a, uh, a, uh, a ploy for a different podcast called Up First. It is a 15-minute podcast that comes out every morning from NPR mm. that says, these are the big stories. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's it. And it doesn't, it doesn't get into like debates about people or what's right or what's wrong. It's like, here's the facts. Yeah. And, uh, and then they move on. And yeah. so there, there's, there may be something, but anyway, yeah. I, I agree. Um, and our poor kids, cause they're mm-hmm. getting it all. They're getting it all. They're getting it all. All right. That's the beat. Oh, no, not the beat. Not the beat. Ah! What is your not for me? My not for me is a preemptive early flight oh yeah you got I've gotten, because you got that that two hour time difference i got that two hour time difference back. and i um have to be my flight leaves at 702 and i am having to check a bag so that means i like to get to the airport at least an hour early i'll do an or you know i will do pre-check-in or whatever it's called i don't fly as much as you so i'm not as sure comfortable so i i do have to give myself enough time especially yeah. navigating airports that i don't am not familiar with yeah i'll be like my flight's at 6 30 in the morning i'll wake up at 
5.30. Yeah, see, not that's not going to happen. By the way, I so. live a half hour away. Yeah. <laughs> Cannot do that. So just preemptively, I am quite sure uh, that my 7 a.m. flight is not going to be for me, um, but it's going to be necessary. Anywho. Yeah. So when I was leaving uh, for Vegas and told my mom my flight time, she said, um, you are going to Uber to the airport, right? And I said, yes, ma'am. Yeah, because she am. doesn't want to ride. Nope. Andrea's mom does not want to get up and take me to the yeah, airport. That makes sense. <laughs> Which you're not for me. So my not uh, my not for me this week is, uh, it might be my not for me just for the whole year. <laughs> I'm just, gotcha. just going to go ahead and put it out uh-huh. there. Um, I don't love the pressure for resolutions. Mm, okay. I, I'm, I'm at the point in my life where um, as a Enneagram three, I don't need a reason to set a goal for myself. You set a goal all the time. Like daily. Like yeah. I'm like, I'm like, Oh, th- so this idea of like this year I'm going to uh-huh. man, like, that's a lot of pressure. Yeah. Like, and I need to let that go because today I've already set like three different goals for myself. Sure. Right. Sure. So, so I think it's just the, the, the idea of the resolution. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm going to, I think I'm going to have that be not for me all year until I have to make one to get myself motivated to do anything. Cause it's the only way I can get myself motivated to do yeah. anything, do something stupid. Literally this past year, I was like, I bet you I could write a haiku every day for a month. That's so dumb. That's but, not even a fun thing to do. It's no, just dumb. But I did read something the other day that said, you know, you can set fun resolutions. They don't all have to be about tr- who changing who you are or changing something you don't like about yourself. Oh, like upping my, my cocaine use. <sighs> no. Okay. But like, if you wanted to set, like every time you, I don't know, I can't remember what any of them are, but if you want to set, give us an, okay, listeners, if you have an idea of a fun resolution. Yeah, get, yes, that that's how, let's redeem the resolution. Let's redeem it. It doesn't always have to be about changing myself yeah. to become better. Right, right, right. I don't, maybe I don't want to be better. How, how, how can I become worse and have more fun? Yeah, or how can I just have more fun? Why does it always have to be worse? Well, because usually fun involves um, uh, Little Debbie Cakes. And uh, <laughs> that's a show. <laughs> but listen, our thoughts and opinions about 2023 uh, doesn't have to be the final word here, no. listener. We'd like to hear your best of. Yeah. Uh, how would someone do that? That's really loud. Yep, sorry about that. How would someone do that? <laughs> you can let us know. We are at Dropping Sunday on Facebook and Instagram. And if you have an idea or if you for a resolution or if you have a better podcast, not a better podcast, but a an additional an additional podcast we need to listen to or a movie we didn't mention that we need to watch or a TV show, let us know. Yeah. Comment and tell us. Yeah. And then if you want to support the show, the best way to do that is in this new year. You can set a fun resolution. Yes. Like, see, see the transition? Yes, that I like it. I like it. Yeah. Uh, set a fun resolution to grow the show, to get three people uh, a, a, a week, a day, uh, <laughs> to, <laughs> for a day. <laughs> To, to listen to the show. Yes. Uh, we're a lot of fun to be like, hey, there's uh, you know, a couple of friends and they talk and it's a lot of fun and they make me laugh and they're very humble. And so... <laughs> and they um, are the weirdest people we know. Uh, and uh, you could do that or you could, if you want to support the show non-financially, that's what we do it. If you want to support the show financially, patreon.com slash Sunday. You can get the merch. Tropicsunday.com slash merch. Thanks. Cool. Um, guys, we'll be back. We will. Until then. This is Seth. This is Andrea. (laughs) Happy New Year. Happy New Year. This is Dropping Center. What are you doing with your hands?
Okay.